listening to the EdReach Network. Before we begin our show, I want to share with you an inspiration for this week's title. At the beginning of the show, Jerry and I talk about an incident in one of the two high schools within my school district. This school's name is Normal Community High School. After the events on Friday, all those within our community considered ourselves Ironmen. Ed Gamer, episode 68 on EdReach. We are Ironman. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, September 8th, 2012. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. You sure? I'm positive. I hope so, Jerry. My name is Jerry James, and I am a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois, which is located in southern Illinois. Wow, you really need some geographic. (laughs) My name is Zach. I'm your host, and I'm a sixth grade social studies and language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Which is? Right in the center of the state, Jerry. Mm. Right in the center of the state. Okay. We need visuals. We really (laughs) do. Really need visuals. Um, so we're recording on Friday for Saturday. So mm-hmm. it's actually seventh, and I don't know if you know how far this gets would get out in education circles, but um, some of you might recognize that uh, as I'm from, I live in Normal, I teach in Normal. That we had an incident today within our school district. Uh, we have two high schools, uh, Normal Community West High School and Normal normal community high school and we actually had an incident this morning at uh, normal community high school where a student a 14 year old student brought a gun to school and um, brought it into a classroom and it's nobody was injured um, nobody was shot nothing like that happened a first year teacher and this just boggles my mind and I just like I said, it just boggles my mind. First year teacher uh, took a moment, an opportunity when the uh, the kid uh, was looking the other way. We're not sure yet. Uh, it hasn't really been released. And he tackled him and took him down and uh, basically saved, possibly could have saved the lives of the students that were in the classroom. Hmm. Um, knowing, you know, <laughs> knowing Many of the teachers that are in that school, knowing a lot of students that are at that school, my school actually feeds into a normal, normal community West. But, um, you know, we do have students that, you know, that go over to normal community. Um, it's, it was pretty scary getting an email this morning as I'm going along. I was taking attendance. I kind of peeked at my email and, uh, at the beginning of the day and I this message and I just, it just kind of floored me. Yeah. Um, shocking how you know and and just between the two of us i mean not like i'm telling a secret because obviously we're doing a podcast but i mean between the two of us it's odd how much this happens you know it's scary i mean we we had a gun incident i think like two three years back it didn't make its way into the school but it was in a car parked just across the street um and then i was at niu today 
all day. And uh, obviously there was a shooting a few years back at NIU. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, I... That's that's alarming, the amount between the two of us. You know, that's that's pretty yeah. odd. It's, you know, my thoughts are with uh, all those kids. Um, you know, the teachers and the, the administration did a wonderful job. Uh, you know, code red type, you know, situation. They evacuated the building once things settled down to a, um, a local church uh, that's not that far away. And I think I heard this right, that they called in church uh, people from the, the church community and they started feeding lunches to the kids. You know, there's almost 2,000 kids hmm. in school. Um, wow. That's, that's true. I mean, it's, there's a lot of hearsay going on right now. So I know that a lot of the church uh, community came in and, and was helping out and uh, with the kids, the students, the teachers, so on and so forth. So my thoughts are with them. My thoughts are with the, the kid. Yeah. And to a point when you do something like this and then it just makes me sick to my stomach about, you know, the, the, the kid's parents. Um, you know, I know a lot of people rush to judgment and say, you know, well, it's, you know, it's the school's fault. It's the kid's fault. It's the parent's fault. I mean, I, nobody knows, nobody knows right now. It's just, it's scary. And it's, I, I can't even imagine that if it, if that was my kid, um, it's like a worse nightmare. So I'm glad nobody was hurt. I'm glad this first year teacher. I mean, I just thinking how long ago that was for me, you know, how inexperienced I was and what was going on. Yeah. Uh, it's and I, it, what's bad, Jerry, is that I think a lot of teachers think about what if this happened in my room? What would I do? Yeah. And the sad part of that is that we're even thinking of it in the first place. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Sad but, that that comes through your brain. I, I just hope that if it ever did, I know that if my child was my, my two girls, you know, school aged, that the teacher would protect my, my kids as yep. I would protect theirs. So like I said, very sad that we have to think about that. But, uh, in the day and age that we're in, um, I know this is educational gaming, but you know, there's certain things that happen within our lives that, you know, we're teachers just like you guys, um, these are things that happen, and some things just kind of move to the back burner today. Yeah. Um, what's we've? I had a full week this week. It's been a pretty stressful week, Jerry. Kind of moving on, getting away from what we just talking about there. But um, you know, with our one to one and mm-hmm. trying to get technology implemented, and by the end of this week, I kind of started backing off. I didn't even open up the laptops today. Didn't even get into any. Uh, uh, you know, in, into any programs within my social studies classes made things a little bit easier. I think we've all been stressing about, you know, the implementation of the devices. Um, during one of my tutorial times, which is kind of like an advisor, advisee time, um, a tutoring time, students that were done, I started pointing them to Brain Pop. Okay. And uh, some of the games there. And iCivic, especially with the election, and that's Filament Games. Filament Games has, has some games on, on Brain Pop, but they also have their iCivic site, which they have two election simulations on there, and the kids started getting into that and having a lot of fun. Nice. Which 
now they're bringing that up. One of our stories we'll talk about um, uses brain pop. They have a there's a contest. That's but, truth. Going back to you, what's uh, so what happened this week? A uh, pretty slow week. Pretty pretty normal week besides Monday off. It was nice to have Monday off. And then um, today was a good day. Got to get outside of the classroom a little bit. Got some release time thanks to the administration of my building to go out to NIU and work with uh, their digital convergence lab. And uh, the people that had been helping us with, uh, you know, our foray into virtual worlds and imprudence and the the hive and things like that. And and uh, <clears throat> it was it was a pretty awesome day. We spent the day getting training on uh, Jibe, J-I-B-E, Jibe, and um, a lot of training on Unity, the game game engine, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, now, NIU being Northern Illinois University. Just so everybody else out there knows. Uh, And they've really worked well with your district. Do they work with other districts too? They do. um, But, I I mean, I'm sure throughout the different colleges, um, the way that I got hooked up is with uh, Dr. Lily Liu. So she's an art education professor. And she's been, you know, she really started probably a lot of my interest into games, especially virtual worlds, because she was the person that got me into Second Life. Uh, through some of her classes. So um, she was looking for places to conduct a lot of research. And when you do that, you need very certain schools that have the equipment and the leeway to to handle these things. And, you know, I for I was very excited for our district to be part of that. So just kind of takes those two things coming together to be able to do it. So well, it's like you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'm going to bring a lot more information back to the table. We had uh, some awesome people there today. Huge thanks to, to Allie and to uh, Dr. Lou and to uh, Eric and Eamon and Mike and a lot of other people that, that put the thing together today. And it was it was pretty awesome. I uh, created some actual um, like terrains and uh, cool stuff for building essentially what would be like a, a virtual world of but more game based so kind of like a world of warcraft type thing um a thing that you're running around and doing kind of kind of almost like a first person shooter um and i got to see the art side of it which is awesome now unity okay compare second life graphics to unity oh wow you know what you i mean unity we were using a completely free version of unity and what you can do for free is absolutely stunning um there is a slightly better version of Unity that costs a lot more money <laughs> and renders games professionally. Um, but it is professional. Unity is, is a professional game engine. There, If you look at the list of games it's created, um, there are real game companies using it. They're obviously using the professional version. Um, but really, the, there's, there's a very small amount. The biggest difference between the professional and the normal one is you can get some, some deeper shadows. They look a little bit nicer. And then really it's just the platforms that you can publish to. Um, you can publish to the internet for free with their free version. But if you want to put it on like the iOS market, if you want to put it in an Android market, things like that, then uh, you have to buy their licensing. So, Yeah, I'm looking through some of the lists here of games. And I don't know if I know, especially the list that they have here, um, I don't know if I know a lot of these games, but the graphics, the pictures I'm seeing look really nice yeah i went i went through about the same thing i was like you know i haven't heard of a ton of these games but the things that impressed me were number one a lot of them are put out by studios it's not like check out this game by 
by Bob Johnson. It's like, check out this game by a gaming studio, you know, and you, you might've heard of a couple of the studios and then, um, and then, yeah, the, the, the uh, graphics in the background are incredible. And I mean, I took a five hour, five hour training of it. And uh, I feel pretty confident in my skills of it. Even It's complex. I'm not saying it's easy, but uh, you catch on pretty fast. You even got to do some, some scripting and stuff like that. Yeah, no, this looks really, um, really sharp. Yeah, as far as creation, it's pretty awesome. And, and it goes to a lot of the stuff that we teach in art. Um, but it's, it's stuff that's not outside the realm of a lot of, you know, we're, we, we were just talking at the end of the day. Um, one of my other teachers, actually an English teacher, showed me, and I think I brought this up last week. It's like a, a sculpting, free sculpting program on the iPad. It's a one, two, three, one, two, three D sculpt. And it's made by um, a company called Autodesk, which makes a very popular sculpting uh, program called Maya um, and drawing program and painting. And uh, it's it you know it's cool on the on the touchpad uh, or the iPad because you can like literally manipulate this stuff with your fingers, you know. So it's different than than doing it on the computer screens. But you can even take those and export them and bring them right onto your laptop and toss them into uh, unity. So we'll actually have kids working from both school, really nice computer setups, you know, in our iMacs and at home from their touchpads and being able to import these objects that they create into these virtual worlds. Hmm. Well, I'm looking at this game here and it, this is really, really cool. And it looks like it's an app. Oh, it's Google. Oh, it's for the Android. So it's called an assassin in Orlands, O R L A N D E S, Game Book Adventure Volume One. It's it read the description here. It's a book. It's a game. It's an RPG. Choose your path. Roll your fate. You ever did you ever read those choose your uh, choose your path? Oh yeah, man, the choose your own adventures. So this looks like it says um, as you fight. I'm trying to read this, no man takes cover behind a wooden pallet using. It as an impromptu shield. If you are victorious, turn to page 436. If you are, turn to 464. But then there's rolls of the dice where you're rolling the dice, I guess, to see if you're victorious against this person. <laughs> Very cool. That and it's got dice above that roll on top of the story. <laughs> That's awesome. That is very cool. I this is this is neat. I'll have to we'll add this link on because that's that's a that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Unity. Very cool. Very free. Um, pretty amazing. And I'll get you I'll get you in the the area that I created as a as a demo area before next week. So you can really get a, a good look at the graphics. I think you'll be pretty amazed. That would be wonderful. OK, so anything else that was uh, that was happening? Uh, that was my week. OK. OK, that's uh you know, I guess we found a few articles here for today. Um, I'm really impressed with what you have there, Jerry. That's that's really cool. Um, we got a – I was flipping through some stuff, and, of course, I was talking about Filament Games, which they have some games on Brain Pop. They have a contest, game-based learning contest with Filament Games, calling all innovative educators, game-based learning advocates. Filament Games is looking for the best lesson design that uses our award-winning middle school science game. You make me sick, which is it's really cool. Um, it's a little aggressive, isn't it? Yeah, no. I thought you good. just said you liked what I did. 
I did, but you make me sick. Oh, come on. It teaches students how viruses, bacteria transmit disease. We're partnering with consultant Andrew Miller to hold our first ever game-based learning lesson design contest. So we're going to have the link on there. It's looking for, you know, good lessons. Uh, is it innovative and engaging and makes the game, uh, I guess, uh, makes the game very, makes the game useful within somebody's classroom. It's about how you make other people sick. Right. That's it. Can't That's we it. Just... You sneeze on the screen and let somebody else lick it wow i'm having too many visuals there jerry okay, so yeah so love to see if uh, any of the gamer uh audience out there is going to get involved in this love to hear your proposals because i this is something that i definitely want to share with my my school and science teachers within my district because these i tell you what element does an excellent job of creating that to me i think they create some of the best uh games and learning content out yeah. there nobody gets to use my title snot on your screen that one's mine <laughs> i wonder if there's i wonder if there's a website look it up <laughs> screen.com i'm just just wondering um roland ike our, our uh our friend of ed gamer our foe mm. uh, <laughs> so does not work i love <laughs> you're our foe but no you're a friend of ed gamer so it's like you're my enemy but you're really okay let <sighs> me this article uh game-based school opens today in los angeles and it is it's an article with an edudemic magazine and it's called the playmaker school and it's been funded by at&t and the bill and melinda gates foundation i think they have a little money. Yeah. i guess in their a lot of money you got at&t and bill and melinda gates so a lot of money here, right? Do you think they use iPads in this school? <laughs> and, and Android devices. <laughs> I think it's a, that's what it's all about, man. Uh, Android and Apple. It's all good. Um, so, spending a lot of money. Do you think they give their teachers apples, or is that, like, not cool? I, uh, <laughs> you wonder. I'm bringing you a orange. <laughs> this is a pear. This is a pear in the apple family oh that'd be related that wouldn't be good is it really i know i don't know it you seems like it would be i don't teach that stuff i no. so it's basically a subset of the new road school and will feature 60 sixth grade students okay now here i <laughs> here i'm thinking you got 18 in Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You got the school. The, I'm guessing within Los Angeles, they probably didn't build a brand new school. They're probably utilizing a, a building that's already there. An old Windows warehouse. I'd love to see the cost uh, per student. It doesn't say anything about class size, does it? I mean, it would. In, in my school, six kids. That's two, that's two classes, yeah. That's <laughs> Oh, I love the idea, and I'm going to share some of this here in a second. I love the idea, but, you know, and I think some of these charter schools, things like this, are great because they're able to do things that we in, in general public education cannot because we're kind of restricted. So they're kind of like the test beds yeah. for new ideas, which I think is wonderful. Uh, but I, I do not like when people are out there saying, well, the charter schools are doing this. You should be able to do this, too. <laughs> Yeah, spend ten thousand dollars per student. Fine, <laughs> let's do that. 
<laughs> I bet we could do just fine with $10, $1,000 per student. They're also so. quite selective on their student base as well. No, really? No. You think so? Yes. You think so? You, I think they, they might be. They, they can't turn uh, – they can turn away students. <laughs> I mean, your school turns away students, don't they? Um, yeah, we don't have that option. I don't, we don't have that option either. They get kicked out of some of the other schools, and then they end up at ours. Yeah, yeah they transfer, but no. <laughs> it's, it's not kicked out. It's a transfer. That's what it's called, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. We're probably – I think we're setting our opinion out there pretty far, aren't we? <laughs> Might be a little sarcasm flowing through this show. But, so the Playmaker School. So some of the things here. It's uh, creating a relationship with knowledge, learning through play, learning through making, learning through discovery and inquiry, learning through – an interest-driven design called constructivism, yes. So this adventure map says, just like in everyday play, there are options for Playmaker where several different routes can be taken to achieve desired learning outcomes. This kind of sounds like uh, Boise State. Mm. 3D Game Lab, right? Yeah. We're going to give you your own adventure. So you can go this path or you can go this path, right? Makes, I like it. I like it, make, yeah. um, Playmaker presents kids with a variety of intersecting paths, uh, the first day of school and the adventure map modeled after the kind of map one finds in Legend of Zelda. They didn't put a copyright symbol on there. Uh-oh. It might be coming after. Uh-oh. Just, yeah, Nintendo made. I know it's on Nintendo, but is that a game they made? That's a game they made, right? What? Le- Legend of Zelda. Cre- Nintendo created Legend of Zelda, right? Or is that an independent studio? Uh, I don't know, but if you rephrase the question and ask it one more time, by the time you're done asking it, I'll have the answer for you. So did Nintendo create Legend of Zelda, or is that a independent studio? Um, well, Nintendo was a developer, along with Capcom flagship, that's but right. the publisher was Nintendo. Okay, so Capcom is the one. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So I don't know if it was along. Now, like, Mario was definitely all Nintendo. Yeah. I'm sure there were, might have been private developers there, but whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of cool. We didn't go on a little side note, did we? A little tangent? I don't think so. I'll no. Google tangent, and I'll see if we just went on one. Um, now, this is interesting, too. The map is populated with thematic modular curriculum units that draw each suit to specific topics such as energy, parallel lives, and cultures, game-making, or ancient civilizations. Oh, turns out we were on a tangent. Sure. Okay. So um, the last part here, which I think is really cool, character sheets and holistic assessment. So each day a kid is giving, given a character sheet. On the days, Stars Playmaker students receive a personalized character sheets, which they use to track the knowledge and skills they gain on a daily basis. The character sheets serve a reflective tool, enable the assessment of communication skills, critical thinking, uh, design, and engineering. So I think that's a... That's kind of okay. So we're teaching kids D and D. What's your charisma? I'm a five. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. <laughs> What's your wisdom? I'm gonna start applying my own categories. Like today, my caffeine levels are three. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, be interesting very interesting to see how this works out yeah. but <laughs> you got a whole school Woo, 60 kids it's <laughs> not even it's not even one team it's, we got we have 80 kids on our team you'd have a 
full school assembly in one room. Yes. Let's all gather together. <laughs> if we have enough chairs. <laughs> Sorry. We're, it's Friday night. And we're yes. doing Yes, Jerry. This is this has gotten I mean, you want to talk about tangents. <laughs> what? We're way out of line now. Are we? I think we're okay. I, I think, think it's it's gonna be alright. I think we're okay. It's a it's a shorter show today. We'll call it our gamer halfling. Halfling. Right. That might be copywritten too, so I'm sure it's not. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Jerry? Um No. I uh I'm ready for for another week of school already. It's only Friday. Yeah, Borderlands 2 I think comes out next week. Hmm. September 18th. Okay. Another game that is coming out very shortly. What game is going to be coming out very shortly in the near future? That border Torchlight 2. Oh. So, uh, anything else? I think that's it. Okay, thank you for listening to this week's EdGamer Podcast. Please follow us on EdReach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. Ermagerd Iceberg. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're a big iceberg.